What's up, everybody? This is Gratitude Unfiltered, and I'm your host, Joshua T. Berglund. It's good to see you guys tonight. Happy, happy Monday. Happy the rest of your... Man, we've got a week ahead of us. <laughs> it's, I can't... It's, all my days are the same. All of my days are literally, it feels like the same thing, except for on Sunday, go to church. But it really always feels the same because I do the same thing every day and I, I love it. It's great. Um, but anyway, happy Monday to you guys. And we're live on Facebook. Uh, I want to give a shout out to the podcast and radio audience. Thank you so much for your support. Um, also, you can join us live over at facebook.com slash gratitude unfiltered. Um, I'm really excited about tonight's show because... I'm only three chapters into The Way of the Warrior by Erwin McManus, and I just keep taking notes nonstop, and I'm learning so much. And I feel like I'm learning this, so I might as well, you know, I don't know how many of you are gonna go out and buy the book. Um, I do recommend the book, but there's been some really powerful lessons in this that I thought would be worthy of sharing. I think that you guys would find it interesting. It looks like from the response of the last two videos I've done, um, it's. You guys were digging it. Um, so a couple things before we get started. I um, thank you for the prayers on the voiceover gig. Thank you so much. Um, I, I I don't know if I'm going to get it. The lines are kind of crazy. Um, it's a it's a really cool and I like the lines a lot. Um, but we'll see. It's out of my control. I did the best I could do, but I just want to say thank you so much for the pr prayers and. You know, I may find out literally while we're on the air here, um, but I just want to say thank you so much. Um, had an amazing experience at church yesterday, and I don't know how many of you guys believe in getting prophetic words um, or not, but it's very, very real. And it's dramatically getting words have changed the direction of my life. And I've been given some fake words, too. <laughs> Discernment matters. But these these words have been so powerful and I had someone give me a word in the middle of church yesterday um, that clarified some things for me um, and then I got another one this afternoon from another friend and this seems to be happening more often and I don't know what to think of it except for the fact that I'm thankful for them and I'm learning to decide which ones are real and which ones aren't there's something about being able to test things with your spirit that really kind of open your eyes and help you be aware and help you, well, discern. Um, so I'm thankful for those because it really clarified the vision for the Morgan camera shop, which we're still going after, and um, to, to be able to rebuild that and make that a place. Um, there's a really big vision for that place and it just got bigger because um, there's a lot of space there. So anyway, um, I had an amazing experience at church, got to hang out with a, a friend for the first time in several years and really enjoyed my time. Um, and I got to be honest, a lot of interesting things came up for me um, that I get to look at and, and, and you know, be honest with myself about. Um, but 
it was an amazing Sunday. I'll just say that. Anyway, so I'm reading the war, the way of the warrior, um, and I think that you guys, it's worth checking out. It's a great book. So I'm going to read you just some of some of my notes and then comment along, kind of like what I've done the last few shows. I think you guys will like this. <clears throat> Hold on, just a second. I just realized that. Okay, really quick. Cinnamon, good to see you. By the way, I'm praying for you. What's up, Brian? Good to see you guys. Robert, good to see you. Um, Thomas, good to see you, my man. Ain't that the great, each day is the best day? Yeah, amen to that. That's awesome. Each new dawning sun brings new beginnings. Absolutely. Cinnamon, seriously, like praying for you. You guys keep Cinnamon in your prayers. You guys all love her. Greg, good to see you. <laughs> I don't know what oh no means. Uh, Brian Mount, my old friend, good to see you, buddy. Thank you guys for joining. All right, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read some of these notes. I, I really want your feedback on this because the stuff is pretty, well, it's earth-shaking, I think. The enemy that we tend to expect is like a powerful king coming to take over and destroy the city. The enemies we rarely speak of are the ones that are inside of us. The enemy that causes us to live in fear and so paralyze us that we would rather live a life of oppression than pay the price for freedom. Do the work, fall in love with the work. How do we get to this point? I've shared, uh, I think, multiple times about how every time I try to turn my life around, I, 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 would, I would get going pretty good for about two or three days, and then something would happen, like someone would say something to me, like, you're always going to be this or always that. Or maybe my own brain started, like, talking to me and telling me, you know, feeding me a bunch of lies. Like I wrote a blog about this like two and a half years ago called The Lies of Labels. And we cripple ourselves with the, the, what we take on, with like the, the internal dialogue that goes on in our head and there's so much noise, like we give into it. And what I've learned is that the more we allow the voice, like we, the more that we give in to those voices in our head that are telling us to, that we're no good or that we're losers, or, or to go, hey, just you can do you can do meth one more time, like one more one more just crazy wild fun weekend because you know you do meth and it doesn't exactly wear off in five hours. It, it goes on for days, and, and, and the madness, right? And just one more time, just one more time, you can do it. You can get away with it. You're gonna be you're gonna be alone. No one's gonna know. And then. <laughs> You give into it. What I've noticed is that the more you give into it, the louder they get, the more they come back because they look at you like a your low-hanging fruit that can just come and get you. But the more work you you do to build yourself up, the more that you get rid of those voices and you 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 stand in the fire and you face them and you don't give in to them eventually they go away eventually it gets quiet and every once in a while you hear a little whisper and you go not today dude <laughs> leave me alone right you just went through this for two weeks crippling myself from the noise of the enemy so loud hey sandy good to see you um yeah you guys are all like family here i love it 
I, pre I appreciate you all being here. You guys always make it fun. I really love this group because you guys always have really amazing uh, comments to make. So I appreciate you guys here. But the one thing that I can always credit my, when I say success, like please understand, I, I get to count the little victories. <laughs> I was a train wreck most of my life. I, I get to count these victories and growth. Like I get to be proud of that. I get to encourage myself to keep growing and keep digging. I get to do that and so do you. Like when you have a breakthrough, be proud of yourself. Be proud of yourself for having a breakthrough so you know to create, like I'm gonna do it again. And it gets to a point when you're faced with the, the enemy or you're faced with the enemy in your own head or you're faced with a hardship or, or something, you know that even though while you're going through it, God's got you and you're okay and you're gonna get through it. And by facing it, you will become bigger than that. Like you'll build up even more armor. But I had to fall in love with doing the work. That is the essential. What's up, Janice? Good to see you. Like the work becomes fun. Like there's deep, there's so many different levels of work. I think there's, you know, we all have to kind of start crawling. You know, that's why I think, and I don't want to offend anybody here. I really don't. But Joel Osteen is like the Frosted Flakes of, of faith. In other words, you can eat a whole box. I mean, like it's, <laughs> this is up. <laughs> that was going to be the worst analogy ever. And I just stopped myself. <laughs> That's going to be so bad. Okay. Hold on. Let me, let me start over. Like it's easily digestible, but it's in the end, it's not that nutritious. That's the analogy I want to use. Like Frosted Flakes are freaking good. I can't, I have this whole Frosted Flakes process when I eat. Like I'll put, I'll fill up the whole bowl of Frosted Flakes. I'll put the Frosted Flakes in the freezer first. Put the Frosted Flakes in the freezer all the way to the top. Put the milk in the freezer too. Then when it's super, super cold, I pour milk over it and then I just crunch it down. And then I let it sit for a couple minutes and then I eat it. That's how I eat my Frosted Flakes. And when I do it that way, I can eat a whole box. Shouldn't eat a whole box of it. But what I'm saying is there's deeper levels of work. Like you can do all this surface stuff, the feel good, like, oh, everything's going to be okay. Think and grow rich. Think yourself to victory. Think yourself to win. No, it doesn't work that way. That is cookie crutter bull crap that doesn't fix anything. It puts a mask. It puts a Band-Aid on, on, on a, a bullet hole. It's not fixing anything. It's not, life is not pat you on the head, everything's gonna be fine, Johnny. Everything's gonna be just fine. And, and, and it's gonna be okay and we get to sweep it under the rug. No, it doesn't work that way. You don't think yourself through that. You get to do some work. And so like that feel good stuff, that surface level stuff, it, feel, you know, it feels nice. But do you want to be, do you want to keep playing in, in peewee baseball? Do you want to, do you want to like, do you want to stay in elementary school? Do you want to have the elementary school version of your gift? What if I told you, and I know some of you are sick of me saying it, but I'm going to keep saying it because it's the freaking truth. 
You have gifts. You have supernatural gifts inside you. Why wouldn't you want to use them? You got to face them. You got to face some demons. You got to face yourself in the mirror. You got to face truth. You got to do all that to be able to tap into them, like really, really get to them. And guess what? Here's the bonus feature. If you really do the work, you can develop new gifts. It's true. It's very true. Now I'm going to prove it to you too. I'm going to prove it to you. Not right now, but I'm going to prove it to you. You just wait because I haven't, I'm, I haven't developed my other one, but I'm going to do it. And anyone who knows has ever worked with me. I volunteered to teach people to do all kinds of stuff. They know that I'm not lying about this. They will all attest to this. And we are here to use our gifts for other people. I personally do not believe that you charge for your gift. I just don't. But that's just me. Miracle inside. What's up, Lucette? Yeah, I'm, yeah, Joel. Okay, Sandy, that's good. I'm glad Joel is great. So I want to finish this point. I'm not knocking Joel Osteen, but I'm saying there's a deeper level that you can go. There's a deeper level of your faith. There's a deeper level of your spiritual practice. There's a deeper level of your connection to God. That's a, and, 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 and in that relationship, in that growth, there is something supernatural available for you. So, there's a deeper level. That was the only point. I wasn't knocking Joel Osteen. It's not for everybody. But I'm just saying there's so that we can do. We can, we can soar. We can soar. We were created to soar. The reality is that most people would rather live the predictability of... Wait. Predictability of... Okay. <laughs> Why can't I read my writing? I got to The reality of most people, the reality is that most people would rather live in the predictability of I don't know what this word is. Of Okay. Basically, you would love rather have the predictable life, the cookie-cutter life where everything is just like we don't want to face it. We're just going to like we're going to do things that make us feel good. We're going to keep patting ourselves on the back. We're going to keep stuffing that trauma lower and lower and lower. We're going to keep ignoring the things that are hurting us. We keep seeing the same cycle over and over again, but we're used to it now because we're on the hamster wheel of pain. Do you know what the hamster wheel of pain is? The hamster wheel is basically your mundane life, the one that I lived for most of my life. It's this circle where you're just it, – it, it's funny because not only does it like the same thing, like you get keep getting taught the same lesson over and over and over again, and it's like it, why does it take so long to figure out Oh yeah, I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep facing this lesson. What what over and over and over again until I finally take it head on. The thing is that you can't outrun your life. You can't outrun your traumas. They build up. You can stuff them. You can drug them. You can do all kinds of stuff. But all in the all you're doing in the end is feeding it. What's this say? We can, and well said, but sometimes it's hard to take baby steps when we are frozen in time, frozen in the mind. Okay, that's what I'm hoping to accomplish with tonight. Yeah, the routine. So to the point, to take the risk of stepping into faith, take, taking that risk of stepping into faith, facing, stepping into faith is also 
really facing the truth with yourself. And you step into that. There's a lot of uncertainty. There's a lot of fear. Like things are going pretty well for me right now, but I also know that my next test is probably going to be brutal. Like I really believe in my heart that I'm getting ready to come up against something that is going to be one of the most challenging things that I've ever experienced. I'm not manifesting it. It's just the way it, it goes. It's another giant for me to face. I don't know what other giants I have to face, but I'm pretty sure that I'm not going to like it. But the thing is, is like knowing that going into it, being ready for it, doing the work now to build my armor, to take that on is I can also go into it with joy because I know I don't even, I don't know it in my brain. I know it in my spirit that God's not going to throw anything at me that I cannot handle, that I cannot conquer. Not only do I, can I conquer it? I get to conquer it because I know it's just part of the game. God is testing me saying, how deep do you want to go? How much do you want to grow? How strong do you want to be? How big of a warrior are you? That is, it, it's, it's this weird mix of like anxiety because I know what's coming, but also peace and knowing that I'm getting this test to conquer. And you get to that place, but I got to tell you something. I haven't always been in that place. I have not always been in that place. I would bow down rather than face the truth. And, and it's a very limiting feeling. So then, but you're then in those moments, you're so anxious about things that aren't even happening that you're not seeing what's really about to come or you're not prepared for it. You're not prepared for the storm that's coming because you're worried about things maybe from the past. Maybe you're worried about things that don't haven't even happened yet. That's possible. This is going to make some people mad, but deal with it. Sorry. Depressed people are the least likely to be willing to change any of their life patterns. People who hate their lives are the least likely to change them. Think about that. It, that is a predestined, like that is like, a, it's a statistical fact. Do I have the statistics? No, but that's the truth. Is that the majority of people, the majority of people are, 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 are like, they, they won't change anything. They won't look at their life to change because why do people have anxiety? Why do people have depression? People, look, there's a chemical element to it also, but there is a depression that is brought on by ourselves. It's just true. We run ourselves into the ground with the decisions that we make, the choices that we make. We do. We cause a lot of our own depression. And there's this fear built around stepping into what scares us most. When we find ourselves living a life, when we find ourselves living a life wasted, it has a paralyzing effect on us. It becomes a subtle version of the Stockholm syndrome, 
where we develop an unhealthy relationship with our captor and our captors ourself. Golly, man. And uh, it also says, and disdain for anyone or anything trying to set ourselves free. Think about that. Have you ever, have you ever been in that situation where, you know, you have somebody wanting to reach out to you and they're telling you, like, they're giving you the advice. You've got to leave that relationship. That relationship's hurting you. That relationship's holding you back. Or maybe, maybe it's drugs. Maybe it's sex. And we don't, and we know it's holding us back, but we're holding on to it because it's the thing that helps us pass through the night. It's what helps us get through the hard day. We hold on to it because it's what's comfortable. I, I, I can't tell you enough that I can relate to how comfortable it is in the shadow. And the darker the shadow, the better. It's so comfortable. I mean, I got to tell you, I mean, I'm finally getting to where I'm just comfortable with it. But there's days that go like the little thoughts that will get sent to my head like, hey, it'd be so much easier just to go back to your shadow life. It'd be so much easier. I mean, that's how the enemy lies, right? Ephesians 6, 10 through 18 the armor of God, finally be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God. Wow, it didn't finish it. Bad decisions over years and years produce fear, paranoia, depression, and anxiety. That's true. We get trapped in our own lies and fears because there's no belief in self. Wow, that's really good. Okay. The wisdom of the warrior is your way to freedom. The way of wisdom never seeks fame even while living for greatness. I want to talk about this. I want to acknowledge the fact that that sentence alone, the, um, the way of wisdom never seeks fame, even while living for greatness. If I can honestly tell you that if I did not have my, the roots that I'm growing in my relationship with Christ, I would be terrified about what's happening in my life. Um, because man, I had some narcissistic, I, 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 oof, I may have been a narcissist. I don't know if my ex-wives would probably tell you I am, uh, but I, I, I wouldn't be able to handle it. I wouldn't be able to handle the idea of filming for TV or being in commercials or movies like that. No, I would have. I would have been my first acting gig. I would have bought two A balls and just like, oh, I justify it. I justify it by, yeah, we'd celebrate. This is the first one, but we won't do it again. 
But I'm going to celebrate this time. I'm going to go all out. That's the truth. That's what would have happened. And I have a healthy respect for... It's going to be a one of the battle the strong the battles that I will continue to fight is the battle of ego and the big the 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 if I ever forget that everything if like I owe everything to God in my relationship with him and how he just transformed my life like I owe it to him if I ever forget that I hope somebody just shoots me because I didn't I don't I can't take credit for anything the miracles that happen in my life like off camera that i don't talk about because you think i was insane then maybe i should just start talking about them because <laughs> they're amazing um but these things that keep happening are just because i'm seeking god the way that i am and and it's a much different relationship but i'm terrified like I have a healthy fear of allowing my ego to take over as I step into more success. Because it's real easy to think that you're awesome when people are telling you that you're awesome all the time. Like I just, I'm not that awesome. I'm not. I'm complicated. <laughs> I, I mean, like I'm in a really good place now but I'm still complicated, you know, I'm a different kind of guy, but that's, I'm okay with that. But I don't like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not taking credit for anything. I've been so blessed beyond measure. Miracles have taken place daily for me. And it's only happened because I started obeying what was in my spirit. But even before then, even before I was walking with God, it was like, I was protected and angels all around me. God didn't want me to die. But I have I have a healthy fear legitimately. I'm just straight up with that. Like becoming successful and you know how I how how I I get to handle it the right way this time. I get to be a good steward. Unlike the last time when I was just a a drug-fueled narcissistic butthead. When if I'm really working on not cursing, so I would have said something way worse. Mom. <sighs> Our battles all look different, but the battle line is the same. It is at the intersection of our passion and desires. I'm going to read that one more time. All of our battles look different, but the battle line is the same. It is at the intersection of our passion and desires. So just to kind of simplify this, you know, life is not about us. But as I was talking earlier and about that fear that I have, the healthy fear I have is because then it, I don't, it, then it's like about me and I don't want it to be about me. It's not. That's why one of the driving forces of turning gratitude unfiltered into a ministry is that before being an actor, before being a talk show host, before being um, a, a speaker, before being um, um, a, a writer, before any of that stuff, 
even somebody with a nonprofit, before all of that, is my relationship with Christ. That comes before everything else, becomes before marriage, becomes before everything. Because if that's if he's not first, my relationship with him is not first, then everything else falls apart. Then it becomes about me. And when it's about me, it's not real pretty. Because thank you, Rhonda, I appreciate that. We must love wisdom because we become what we love. We only become fools by loving the wrong things. In my case, I love sex, I love drugs, I love food, and I love myself and in a bad way, not the good way. That's what I fed. The impulses. I loved rage too and loved anger. We only become fools by loving the wrong things. Loving cocaine. Loving sex the way that I, I, I did. Um, that. Sex and drugs together actually. I can truly say that that became a priority. It, that it planned it dictated the flow of relationships for me. Honest to God. I'm not saying that the saying this proud, but that's how big of a fool I was. The only way you can care for your soul is to nurture your love for what is good, beautiful, and true. The only way you can care for your soul is to nurture your love for what is good beautiful and true okay and then we're almost done here the fear of god is the starting path towards wisdom what we fear has mastery over our lives In other words, it controls us. What are you what are you afraid of? What is the fear that you are afraid to face? To come face to face with? What are you lying to yourself about? What are you hiding from the world? Is it pain? Is it is it is it hurt have you been hurt are you hurting someone are you hurting yourself what you fear has mastery over you if you only fear god he becomes our only master what you fear also establishes the boundaries of your freedom. Fear limits your freedom, except when it comes from the fear of God. And when I, from my understanding of what the word fear means in Hebrew, 
And Rhonda, you're the best of you. You would know this better than anybody. The fear of God is to hate evil. Yeah, the fear of God is actually love. That's so. That's perfect. Um, I understand that fear, in like in Hebrew, actually what it means. And it, correct me because I could be wrong, but it's respect. And I think that if you get to a place where you respect the guidance that you're getting, the spirit inside you, God, I, I feel like if you get to that place where you respect what it says, even it's like when your parents tell you like, okay, don't touch the hot stove and you're a knucklehead and you do it anyway. To me, that's like a respect, but or, or maybe you're like, but I want to, I, I like that. I, I think that's good. Or maybe it's, I, I, that's a bad analogy. God, two bad analogies today. This, <laughs> but when you have a respect for your parents, even though you really want to do something, you really want to do it. You're like, you're like, but this sounds so exciting. Like, I want to go to this party or I want to go do this or I want to go, I want to go to this club. And you're, and you're told no. And then you're like, okay. And you're kind of, you're like, you don't like it very much, but you just go, okay. And you respect it. And then later you find out why you weren't supposed to go to that club or you weren't supposed to go to that party. You find out why. It's the same thing with having fear or respect for God. And I think that fear of the Lord is respect the Lord. And so when you are called to do something, when you are called to not do something, and you say, you know what? I really would rather do it, but okay, I won't. I trust you. I trust you. I trust you and I respect your wishes for my life. And then you do it. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, you discover why. And I'll tell you something, in doing that, not only do I learn that I respect God, and I respect the spirit inside me, and I trust it, but each time that happens, my confidence grows. I become more rooted in truth. I have less to worry about. I tend to feel a little bit lighter. And I also feel like I've grown three inches. Obedience is better than sacrifice. I love that. Hey, Veronica, good to see you. Great. Oh, tell, uh, tell the Mr. S that hello, please. Hello, Mr. Gordon. Good to see you, buddy. And again, radio and podcast audience, you can join the conversation at facebook.com slash gratitude unfiltered. Fear limits your freedom except for when it comes from God. That's the other thing, too. When you, when you follow the spirit inside you and you follow those commands or when you're convicted of something, if you obey it, not only do you feel like you, you, you've gotten taller, it's like leveling up. And then when you feel called to do something like face a fear or, or to, to take the road that looks the most difficult, if you feel that way, you feel to take the long patient route. When you do that, 
not only does your relationship with God change, your trust changes, it grows, obviously, but I also feel you get access to that other level that you can go. And remember when I was talking about like the surface level work, like we just want to do the feel good stuff, the stuff that's like raw, raw Ray, instead of sometimes just having to take a kick in the nuts. Like sometimes you have to let life kick you in the nuts so you can learn. I just, yeah, I just think you, I think we get to go through stuff. We get to face those challenges because that's where the growth comes. But when you're just doing the surface level feel good stuff, just watching the motivational videos, Church has become a motivational video. It has. It's not fixing anything. Like if you're not doing, if you're not, like church is real great to get you pumped up. Church is real great for that and the camaraderie and the community, but the work is personal. The work is when you feel led to do something, you feel led to let go of something, you feel led to take a leap and you do that. That's how you get to know God's real. Anyone can get the high off of a thousand people jamming out to rock music and laser lights and like bass and boom, 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 like house music, break out the freaking glow sticks in church. I mean, come on. Like it's fun. It's a great place to worship, but it's not doing the work. It's not doing the work that's going to change your life. It's not doing the work that's going to allow you to be the highest version of yourself. You're just hanging out in religion. But the freedom is when you dive into the work. The freedom is when you face it. Okay, so to recap, if you want to stop being a fool, quit loving the wrong things. We were designed by God. Hold on. Okay, we were designed by God, and the health of our soul can only come by embracing his love for us. Embracing his love for us. People ask all the time, why do bad things happen to good people? Well, first of all, because I believe that life happens for us. I believe that when bad things happen to good people, it's because they have the heart of God inside them and that they will use that pain to bless other people in a supernatural way. I believe that that pain and suffering that you go through, again, is where your breakthrough is. Ultimately, the most joyful, free, and powerful place you can be is right after you faced and went through that pain, right after you went through that suffering. I promise you, God will give you nothing you can't handle. I mean, there's a lot of new people to the show. you know, my story is my story. It's it's dark. Um, tired of talking about it, but there's videos out there for you to watch um, where I talk about this stuff. But I want to make this very clear. If my life can turn around, if my life can change, if my heart can change, yours can too. Because there's nothing that God cannot fix.
but you get to do the work. And part of that work is trusting him. And trusting that when you feel called, when you feel your spirit tell you, when you feel in your spirit tell you that you have to cut that relationship off, when you feel that spirit tell you that you gotta, you gotta quit having sex, do it. If that's what it is, or, or maybe it's quit your job. Maybe God's calling you to start a business and you're scared because you don't know how. And you're telling yourself, you don't have the money, you don't have the resources. God, how is this possible? You don't, what? I swear on my life, I swear on my life, I swear on my life that if you follow what the spirit inside you tells you, no matter how crazy it is, you will be so grateful for doing so. Yeah, you're probably gonna have some challenges, but do something every day to stretch your faith and watch God work miracles in your life. I promise you, but you get to do the work. You get to face your fears. You get to forgive. You get to have compassion. And you get to be honest with yourself. Your mess becomes your message. Your test becomes your testimony. Amen. Bonnie, I pray for you every single day and I know I'm not the only one. I, I, I'm, I'm going to call you. <laughs> I'm not going to do this right now on the show. Um, Bonnie, so much love for you, seriously. And I, I think collectively everyone here that's live with us on Facebook would agree. We love Bonnie. And, uh, we, we, we care about you, Bonnie, and we know that you have something very important to say, and there's something that you're not facing, that you're in denial, you, you're, not, you're not facing it. And it's what's holding you back, Bonnie. Bonnie, you have, a, you have the opportunity to help so many people where you will experience a true love and a joy that you've never imagined, but you've always dreamed of. Like that's available for you, Bonnie. Bonnie, like I, I, I promise you that thing that you're holding inside, that's what's killing you. That's what's making you so sad. That's what's making you run back to your addiction. You have so much love to give the world and the love has so much, the, the world has so much love to give you, but you will never experience it until you are honest with yourself. We love you. And I'm praying for you every day, Bonnie, because I know that you can help 
a lot of people because your story is every bit as important as mine or Rhonda's or Robert's or Veronica's or Lucette's. Your story is just as important and probably, probably more impactful. You matter, Bonnie. You matter to all of us. Fuel the passion of your heart for all things that are good, beautiful, and true. Let that sink in. Fuel the passion of your heart for all that's good, beautiful, and true. This is what I'm going to leave you with. Take the time to nurture your desires and passions so that they reflect of the heart of God himself. Think about that. You can have dreams and visions. You can have a desire to change the world. You can have a desire to for, for the a house in the hills. I won't apologize. My goal when I first moved here, I wanted to buy a house in the hills. That's a goal. It's a goal. Because I want to have a beautiful home that I can have when I have a family, when I have a and then in my existing family, but then my new family, when that happens, I want to be able to have all of my family, my aunt, my uncle, uh, my aunts and uncles that are still alive. Uh, my, my mom, my stepdad, my daughter, eventually my twins who I, you know, that's a long shot, but still I'm hopeful. And then when I get married again, and when I have a family, whether it's kids or a dog, whatever, and my daughter, like I, I want like to have that home for them all to come to. And then I want to have dinner parties and all of that stuff because that's a goal. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But what's what, what 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 what's fueling the desire? Like, is is this? Am, am I setting these goals by doing something that's more self-serving, or am I using? If I am I aligned with using my gifts for God's purposes? And if I'm using my gifts for God's purposes, I feel like we get to manifest whatever we want as long i just feel like as long as it's in in line like if you want to be a billionaire then be a billionaire i don't think there's anything wrong with that i want to be a billionaire i want to be a billionaire that's able to give billions back like that's what i want to, that's a goal of mine because i feel like i can do a lot of good with a billion like billions of dollars but i also get to show that I'm mature enough to handle it. But I really believe that if we get our hearts aligned and like we we really test that, like you, if we know what our gifts are and if you don't, we, we should have a conversation. But if you, if you get, when you're using your gifts for other people and you're using it for God's purpose, and I really believe that God's purpose for your life is, is this beautiful mix of taking the things that, that, taking what traumatized you for good like use it shift it and use it for good and the way that you use it for good or is using your spiritual gifts and it doesn't mean that you don't have to work at them it doesn't mean that you don't have to develop them all that's true there's work to be done 
but it's amazing. And the world that you get to create is something that I don't think you could even dream of because most of you don't even believe what your dreams are anyway. I cannot, are you concerned that you are comparing yourself to others? Um, is that to me? Oh, you know what, Robert, to answer your question, my biggest fear is, I, the biggest fear that I have, and I really think I, I have to, I, I have a healthy respect for it. I don't think I fear it, fear it. But I really want to keep, make sure that my ego is is in check and I all, it's always about other people. I never want it to be about me because I know what I would do with that and it's not pretty. But this is not about me. It was easier to hide. But one of the greatest joys of my life was is learning to use the gifts that God gave me to, to help other people. That's freedom. That's joy. That's unlimited blessings. Anyway, guys, I um, I love this book, and I'm learning a lot from it. I hope you are too. Um, bumbling and fumbling is the way of life. How we allow to forgive and let go is how much we enlighten our loads, which causes us to bounce more and thump less. We end up trying new things and become, because we keep experimenting with life, we continue to grow. That's Thomas. You're, you guys should check out Thomas if you're not friends with him already. He's, he's a, a brilliant man, full of wisdom, really blessed that I met him. Um, I'm blessed for all of you guys. And I, I really appreciate the support and the love and the prayers. I, you guys are just terrific. I am so thankful for all of you. Um, but I love this book. I'm learning a lot. I hope you are too. If you don't like this book, um, I don't know what to tell you because I'm only two chapters in and I mean, I'm just taking notes after notes and it's, it's brilliant. Um, and I can't wait to read this other book too. Like I want to finish it, but I want to read God's Secrets because that one sounds fascinating. Like I've read a couple chapters in it and I'm like, oh my gosh, like I have to spend more time with this book. So anyway, I love you guys. And one other thing too, if I can pray for you, just send me a message. Like just send me a message um, through Messenger. And again, radio and podcast audience, just go to gratitude or facebook.com um, slash jberglin or uh, facebook.com slash gratitude unfiltered. Uh, check that out. Like send me a message and I'm happy to pray for you. Um, and if I could do anything to support you, you know, reach out. I know a lot of people and I love with everything in me to, to help others get what they need. So God bless, take care and um, see you soon. Thank you for everyone. Dude, I think I know who that is, Robert. Um, so anyway, thank you guys for your support and I appreciate it. Thank you for your comments. I, I really, I'd love to know what you guys think about, uh, the direction that the show is going, uh, which is I'm really going to eliminate interviews for the most part for a while. Um, I, I just want to do more stuff like this. I'm enjoying it more because I'm learning and I think there's something about getting to that place where, you know, even though I'm learning, it's, it's fun to be able to talk about what I'm learning, 
get feedback on that because it, it really helps it stick in your mind. Like, so I'll tell you the process. So like I'm reading the books, I have the highlighter and then I, I, I get a thought, I'm like, okay, so I write it down, you know, or I'll take a quote out and I'll, and I'm doing that. So then I write it down, but then I have to type it and then I'm talking about it on the show. So like, I'm really like programming myself with truth. And it's empowering. And this is what I was talking about at the beginning of the show of building my armor because no matter like no matter how good we are, or no matter how good we have it in life, no matter like how much peace we have at the time, the fact is a storm is coming. A battle is coming. A war is coming. That's the way it works. But that war, that battle is really up here. And we are prepared to take on every battle that we face in life, in love, and all, all the above. We are prepared for it, but yet it's gonna be it's gonna feel scary. It may not be comfortable, but we are prepared for it. And nothing will come at us that we cannot handle. Nothing. And when we take it on. When we take it on head on, come on fear, come on giant, come on monster, come on addiction, come on, I got you, come on death, come on, whatever it is. Face it head on, find the opportunity. There's an opportunity there. There's a victory in there too. Whatever your challenge is, there is a victory on the other side. It is promised to you. Well, well, hold on, let me back up. Because I really believe that 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 is if you have if you are walking with the Lord, I believe that you are prepared to face any giant. I'm sure some of you have different names for God. I'm not going to argue with you. I just know him as my Lord and Savior. So I know that I'm prepared for anything that comes at me. And it may not feel like it at the time. It may not feel like it at the time. I may be scared. I may be, why, God, why is this happening now? I was doing so good. I was doing everything you asked me to do. Why? Why? Preparing me, preparing me. And I don't know about you, but like, I don't want to be on the hamster wheel of pain anymore, where I'm just repeating the same bull crap over and over again. Like the things that I want to, I want to get off the hamster wheel of death and just start climbing the mountain. And, 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 and because man, the, it just gets, I just know the promises get bigger and bigger, the bigger obstacles you face. I just know it to be true. And it gets kind of addicting after a while. And here's the thing I promised, like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not perfect at all. <laughs> oh my gosh. But, 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 but I can promise you 
there are just victories waiting for you. And there, and, and that the peace and the strength that you can, and just the knowing that I can overcome anything like that is available for every single one of you. It's available for every single one of you. And if you want to have a, a conversation about it, message me. Because I want that freedom for you. I want it for everybody. But the fact is, most people aren't up for the challenge ahead. Most people are not willing to do the work because they like comfortable. So let me ask you, are you one of those people? Or, are you, or do you want to see what's possible for you? Do you want to know what the highest version of yourself is? Do you want to know what God created you to be? Do you want to see that happen? God bless you guys. Thanks.